Good evening, good evening, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and tonight I have three amazing entrepreneurs coming to you from Miami, the Philippines, and the, what is it, San Francisco Bay Area, Bay Area, California, where I wish I was, but I'm in Alabama. So y'all listen up, buckle up, and we're going to start off with Miss Monica. Monica, how are you? I'm well. How are we, how we doing? Can you hear me fine? I switched over. I can hear you just fine. Tell us about yourself and your business. Well, I'm a transformational coach. Woo, that's a big word. I love it. And you know, it's okay because I can handle it. Uh, I work with people in emotional intelligence. Um, I work with women, 30 to 60. Self-empowerment. Setting clear, sustainable boundaries. And they, so they can step into their greatness. I'm going to let that sit for a minute. Who wants to step in their greatness? You said boundaries. That yeah. alone is a full-time job. <laughs> so here's the thing. If you don't set the boundaries, someone else will set them for you. Let me just say that again. If you don't set your own boundaries, clear, concise, your no means no, your yes means yes, someone else will come in and set your own boundaries. So I find the setting boundaries and self-empowerment are, are a balancing act. They go hand in hand. Now, keep putting that aside for a minute. Try to, try to move up in the corporate ladder without having any self-empowerment uh, self tools or creating sustainable boundaries. It doesn't work unless you have those two things in place. So they work, they work nicely together. Um, and the ultimate is really stepping to one's greatness. When you say self-empowerment tools, what kind of tools are you talking about? Let's say you're in line at a grocery store and someone, someone bumps their cart into you. I know that's happened at least once to somebody <laughs> on this panel and in life. So A, do you turn around, you let it go? How do you make those choices? They do it again. Sometimes I'll turn around. I mean, it's the little, it's the, it's in the details. Do you turn around? Do you say something? Excuse me. I'm sorry. However you want to address it. Yeah. Kindness is always a nice way to start. Um, and then you go from there. Um, but so I mean, those moments, little Ad moments. Yeah. Advocating for ourselves is what you're talking about. Something that a yeah. lot of women that are insecure don't even know how to do. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Well, it's again, it's in the details. Mm -hmm. um, your loved one comes home and they've had a crappy day and you've had a crappy day. Well, how, how do you negotiate? Who has the crappier day? Who starts first? You know, again, that sort of harkens to or li is likened to emotional intelligence in terms of how do you um, your self-awareness, how do you self-regulate, um, your empathy and your social skills, and what keeps you motivated. I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole thing right there, a whole basket of goodies right there. But again, it comes to, again, setting boundaries. Um, it took me a long time, a long time to set boundaries and mean them, not just, not just pretend, <laughs> you know what I mean, but really mean them and back them up. It's like, well, 
this is how I'm going to back it up. This is not okay. This is okay. And my dad used to, used to, my dad was a big man, a soft spoken man, but his, he would say yes until he said no. Again, he would just say, be like, yes, he's easy going until he said no. And his no was no. And that taught me a lot in terms of how to navigate the world. Um, and my mother was very similar in that, in that regard. Um, but again, it goes back to self-empowerment and creating sustainable boundaries in work or business. Doesn't matter. Can you tell me the age group that you mentioned? I know you said 30. Did you say 30 to 60? I did 30 to 60. It what? seems like a big range, but for me, you know, I, I do a little bit of astrology. And when you get in your 30s, you become more of an adult. 2830, your Saturn return happens. You step into your adult. And I have a 17-year-old boy, and I can't wait for him to step into his adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Let me not, you know, skin his neck before he gets to 30. But, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's important. And it's relevant. More so today than ever. You know, the Me Too, the time's up. I, I don't need to say anymore. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and it's time to really, let's do this. Mm -hmm. It's not, you won't have tomorrow. You got to do this today. So I'm all about helping women shine that light. I'm looking to shine the light. That's all. Just shine the light, see what I see, reflect back. And let's, you know, turn around and grab somebody and walk forward. You know, what's really interesting is that the, you're talking about a population that is hitting the peak of their lives, but also the biggest changes and transitions or transformations of their lives. Because I know for me, my life didn't really begin until 35. And at 35, I had a midlife, midlife crisis. You know, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm not a young adult anymore. I'm supposed to know what I'm doing. I have three kids. I'm supposed to have it figured it out. I should have my master's by now. I mean, we paint these pictures for ourselves. And that, yeah. that time in our lives is the time when some women are waking up from the lives that they're in and they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. They may want to go back to school. They may want to divorce. They may want another kid or, or to stop having kids. So you're talking about the peak of so many transitions and, and it makes total sense to me to hit that age of 30 to 60 because that is the time when a lot of people are just waking up. And it brings me to a previous uh, podcast guest who left her husband after being married for 30 years. So even now, you're talking about an age where women are now doing different things in this age group than, as you mentioned previously. You know, we're in a different time now where people are waking up, where they are standing up for themselves or starting to find their voice. And so what you're saying is monumental for the movement because they need somebody. And you sound like you're one of those type of people that will hold somebody accountable for, for setting their boundaries and saying something and meaning it. And, and more women need that than not. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm not here to be friends. I'm here to coach. I'm not like I'm not friendly. I'm, I'm the best friend ever, but if we're, we're in a coach situation, I want to make, I want to present situations where there's, there's discomfort because you don't change when you're, when you're in your comfort zone. That's a zone of no change. I want a zone of change and I want that for myself. So, you know, it's, 
it's about choice, choices, everyday choices. What do you want to do? What do you want to do with that person does, you know, takes their grocery cart and hits you four times? Is it a turn around as a child? Is it a young man not paying attention? Is it so you address it differently each time, depending on who it is, and have that skill set to know that I need to say something. How am I going to say it in this situation? How am I going to deliver it so it's heard? That makes total sense because, you know, like you said, and even in therapeutic relationships and things like that, people don't understand that, you know, you're not there to be a friend and it's going to be uncomfortable. You need to be prepared to be uncomfortable because the reason why nothing has happened is because you're doing the same thing over and over again. And what do we call that? <laughs> Insanity. <laughs> Insanity. And how long have we been insane? Many of us, 30 some yeah. plus. So, you know, it makes sense. And, and that's, that's totally relevant. Ladies, do you guys have any questions or comments for Monica? Yeah, I've got something here. Um, I like when she said about, you know, you need to set your boundaries. I mean, if you keep on saying, I, I've learned that like in a hard way. I've been like, you know, um, because I want to please everyone or because I want to please my clients or because I want to please my friends. I'm going to say yes to the point where I, I can't stick up to stand up to what I said or, or something like that. So, you know, it, it's really like, you know, um, I, when she, when Monica said about setting your boundaries, it resonates with me because it kind of like correlates with when you work for somebody else, you, you make their dream come true instead of you making your own dream come true. So yeah, it, it's not like about, you cannot please everyone. So you need to learn how to say no and stop saying yes. I think that's where you're gonna grow. Agreed. Monica, any, any comments? Well, I, I, I think, you know, it's such a, it's a, it's a, it's a button topic for sure. I mean, what, what female on the planet hasn't had trouble with boundaries? Just saying, I mean, it's across the board and it's across, it's global clearly. And you know, all we can do is listen to, you know, and be heard. And most people really want to be seen and heard. I was a midwife for about 16 years. And I, I learned one thing, one of the major things I learned from women giving birth is they just want to be seen and heard. And if you can offer that as a consultant or a coach or, or even as a manager or a CEO or a leader of whatever group that you're, uh, you're leading, if you can be the last one to speak and see everybody and hear everybody in your group and in your organization, that's going to take you so much farther than, than I, I, I mean, it's limitless. And for most women, that is the problem. Uh, that's the problem at work. That's the problem in marriage. That's the problem in a lot of things is being seen and heard. I know I had the conversation multiple times today because I was going through health challenges and nobody was listening to me. I don't want to hear that finally you have an answer and now you have to have surgery. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear hey, yes, this is closing a chapter in your life. It's going to be painful. Your body's going to change. Your mind's going to change. Like, it's just a matter of being seen and heard. And also with those boundaries, you know, 
it's one thing for someone who who hasn't been able to say no as you said pam no is very hard when you are a people pleaser and most women who follow their dreams most women who advocate for others are people pleasers so it's almost a conflict when we're talking about you know transformation when we're talking about success leadership because those lines often get blurred and that's why the minute monica said it it resonated and i'm writing boundaries boundaries because Boundaries and balance are a women's, a woman's biggest challenge. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your family looks like or what the makeup is or what your culture is. It is the hardest thing to mm -hmm. figure out. And I mean, you can take class after class, but that's why having a coach is different than getting that, those tools in another way, because you have somebody that's there to present the information, show you how to execute it and walk with you because it is. Yeah going to be a process it's not going to be a thing of okay but it's also you know like i was saying we we go through stages in our life where you 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 may perceive yourself as this one thing but as you grow as your family grows you're going to transform into different roles and different purposes and it's great to have somebody walk that with you so i just wanted to shed light on the people pleasing the ability to say no and and the overwhelming need of boundaries and balance <laughs> for everybody and there isn't a woman that can tell me that they don't need that in their lives yeah and exactly. i think um annika you know if you learn how to say no and you set your boundaries you get more respect from people yeah that's after we realize that our feelings being hurt is really not their feelings being hurt <laughs> because we're so afraid to do it you know but ultimately once we do it we actually feel better too you know, well, it's, it's, authentic. It's, authentic. it's authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. It's, it's an authentic way of being. And trust and transparency equals agility and accuracy in business. I saw that. So okay. if you have those things happening, you have that equal sign. The plus and the equal happen. Yep. So. And I've also heard somebody say that a woman that knows her limitations is a wise woman. And that's something that I'm learning to embrace is that not trying to be the octopus and feel like I can save the world and have a gazillion arms and being able to say, okay, this is what I can do. And this is what I know I can't do, you know, and, and, and leaving it on the table and being okay with that. So that is definitely um, relevant. One more thing, Monica, can you tell us how long have you been coaching, coaching people? Um, I've gone in and out for the last 30 years. In the last two years, I set up shop officially full-time. Um, again, I was a midwife, I was a lactation coach, and I find myself coaching for boundaries and empowerment for lactating moms. And um, it's, just, it's just been such a great transition from, funny word, transition. Uh, <laughs> of those who've had kids, transition is, anyway, when that baby comes out. Um, it just I, it was just such a natural step to move into the next chapter um, of stepping into my greatness. How can I share or shine light on someone else if I haven't been able to step into my greatness? So that's where I'm stepping towards and in. I do have a question. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. You can hear me okay? Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering because it probably took me about 30 years to learn how to set boundaries. Uh, my, I'm a publicist by trade. So everything that I do is for the best interest of my client and keeping them happy. Right. So 
I've, I've learned the power of saying no. I've learned how to set boundaries, but I am still very much a people pleaser. And it's part of my line of field. I'm a Pisces. It's part of that as well. So it's a lot of little different things that tie in there. Um, as I grow and progress, how do you recommend evolving and shifting the boundaries that you set to accommodate new phases in your life? Two words. There's service and there's servitude. Which one do you want to live in? What place do you want to live? In service? Right. Or, you know, being in a place where your, your, your boundaries are, are, they're just, they're minimal because you're more happy to please them versus to set that boundary and say, I'm going to meet your needs. I want to meet them this way. Mm. This is how I can meet your needs. So I like to look at as service versus servitude. Right. Um, and if I, if, I can, if I can flip it that way, uh, it, it just really changes it for me because I'm all about service. Serve, right. How can we serve? How can I serve? And at some point, you get it. You, I have to turn off the faucet where I lose everything about myself. So if I don't have any self-care involved, I'm taking, you, shaking your head, I know, traveling a lot, how do you take care of yourself on the road? You know, it's like... I'm like, oh, is there a massage? You end up working at one in the morning. You end up ripping and running. Like, you're just right. constantly on the go, and it eliminates your own personal time. Unless it doesn't. So that's, see, there, so that's when you, if you put yourself first in that regard, it's going to open up so many other things because, A, they're not going to, they're going to respect you mm -hmm. because you're, you're keeping true to yourself. Right. That makes sense. Thanks. I'm taking all kind of notes because, you know, it's one of those things that we know this stuff, but when Monica says it, it's like authoritative and it sinks in, it's like, yes, ma'am. And, you know, you just do it. You know what I mean? You just do it because Monica said so. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, yep, game respect yourself first. I'm like, yes, I know this. I'm going to do this. But it's it's so true. It's so true. And, and one of the reasons why I like this podcast and listeners, I really want you to hear this is because as of women, as women and as female entrepreneurs, it is harder. We work harder, but it's really hard to fulfill our dreams and find that balance and take the time for self-care. And so we talk about it, we talk about it, we talk about it, but we really have to lean on each other to, to, to keep each other accountable. Because, you know, for me, my, all of my health issues have been ongoing for years and years and years, and I can coach anybody else on how to take care of themselves or how to set boundaries or how to manage their time or how to, you know, put this before this or the cart before the horse. But do I do it? Of course not. You know, and one of the coaches that was on here the other day texted me today and she said, Anika, take a day off, take time for yourself. Take, you know, it's okay to take a day off. And I'm like, no, but like I, I could just see everything trickling because we don't have PTO. You know, we don't have the things that normal people have. So as an entrepreneur, as we face the same challenges as normal women, it's a step above for us. So everything that you're saying, Monica, I know we need to do, but it is a lot harder for us to do it on that on that level. But that's why we need people like you to tell us, you know, what, what, what could really happen. What, what could really happen by us resting or cutting off, you know, Kedra before one o'clock a.m. or not traveling or saying no or only doing it so many days out of the month or whatever it is. We, we catastrophize thinking that, you know, something's going to happen 
and and really nothing's going to happen by setting goals and you know boundaries except for wellness sanity 10 minutes a day it's not a day off 10 10 minutes everybody has 10 minutes or even eating lunch for a change and like taking a break and actually eating lunch instead of sitting in on top of the computer yeah <laughs> i'm a fan of unplugging i take the i I live in the, I will live in the woods, which I'm blessed to do. And I unplug. I'll take an hour and get away from the phone, get away from the computer and all the stuff that's flying in the air. And I tell you, just a reset button. If you slow down, you can speed up. So I often have to tell my clients, if you slow down, wow. you're going to speed up. That's awesome. Like seriously. And there's no balance. There's no such thing as balance. I don't know who said that. Things are going to be unbalanced, and the thing is, okay, and, and you're still going to move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like you can stop. Yeah. So like today, it's going to be unbalanced. I fed my kid this today. I didn't make a meal because I was doing this. Will he die? No. Will I do better tomorrow? Yes. You know what I mean? It's. Yeah. You. I mean, especially if you have kids, and even if you don't have kids, you self care. Put yourself first in in any situation. And if you slow it down, I'm telling you promise it's going to speed up makes total sense well thank you monica and we're going to come back to you because i know we're going to keep picking your brain um pam <laughs> we're going to go to pam next pam from the philippines tell us about yourself what your business is and how you came about starting your business yeah hello everyone and before anything else i would like to thank you annika for for being, um, for inviting me to be a guest here. So for everyone who's listening, um, I am Pam Formentilla, and I am the CEO and co-founder of Great Work Online. And I am based here in the Philippines. I have a business partner who is based in Vancouver, Canada. So let me tell you uh, my story. I am, uh, when I started in 2009, I started as a virtual assistant. It's basically just wanting to help finance for you know for the household financial stuff and and all that i've got two kids at the time one two and one three years old and to tell you honestly i have no idea what i was doing i just know how to speak in english i know how to communicate i know how to operate um, a computer and that's it but the good thing about that is that i know that i am coachable so the very first client that I got was he trained me. He trained me to, um, to do SEO. He trained me admin stuff online. He introduced me to online tools and all that. So because I want to learn on how to do this and not just because I just want to help in our finances. So I, I learned everything. I did my research. I listened to my, my client and then from that being a virtual assistant, not knowing anything in the computer or in the digital marketing field, I was able to move up and became a project manager. I became an SEO manager. I became a project manager. And then when my client's um, work dried up, I tried going back to the office. So I became, I kind of like got pirated by a digital marketing company whose clients are in the US, in California. But they put an office here in the Philippines and they hired me as their 
head of project management. So I, I tried that again, um, just to you know have a different atmosphere, um, have the feel of having people around you, going to the office, waking up and dressing up. Because when you work from home, you can work in your pajamas, <laughs> right? Especially if you, if, you have, if you see on your phone that you have an email that you need to attend to, you're like, you haven't brushed your teeth, you go in front of your computer, you reply, and that's it. So I kind of like got tired of, of doing that. And I was looking for you know, uh, for a spice in my life. But during that time in 2015, I was already um, going through my annulment. So here in the Philippines, we don't have yet divorce, but we do have a counterpart, which is annulment. So I was going through an annulment. Um, I was um, a single mom and it was tough. Um, I've got two young kids. I was renting an apartment. My clients work dried up and my bills are piling up. So I need to think fast, what am I gonna do? And my first reaction was, I need to get a job. I need to get a fixed job so that I can send my kids to school, I can pay the bills, I can pay my rent. And so I did, um, I, the opportunity presented itself, I grabbed it, I became the head of project management. But unknowingly, it's kind of like, Looking back, I felt like it's a blessing in disguise because I got the training that I need in that digital marketing company, managing five teams. You know, when you are in a digital marketing company, you are working with content department, website development, um, web developers, um, web designers, um, SEO, all, all those things online. So I was able to handle a team and that honed me. I mean, my skills leveled up and it kind of like, well, I, I can, I'm not going to say it kind of like, but it really prepared me to where I am right now. But so I, I worked there for more than a year, um, one year and three months, I think, but it's taking up a lot of my time. And I don't have enough time for my kids. I would get out of the house by 7.30, drive. Um, I drive back and forth to go to the office like two hours each way. So that's like four hours in a day. We're not talking about the traffic. I don't know if you've heard the traffic here in, the, in Manila, but it is, there's out of this world kind of traffic. Yeah, it's really bad. So that's like four hours a day of commuting. And it's really taking a lot of my time. And I don't have time for my kids. I would see them leave for school, get home. I would go home and they're already asleep. So I'm like, this is not going to work. Um, so I, I met um, David, who encouraged me. And he said, you already have the experience, you already have the skills. I think you are now ready to start your own business. And I've been in the business, digital marketing, outsourcing business since 2009. So I'm like, sometimes, you know, um, I don't know if you agree with me, but sometimes you already know what you are capable of. 
but you need one person to just one person to believe in you and push you to do it. So I'm like, I, I remember when I was um, contemplating of what I'm going to do, I'm going to resign from work with no job. I've got two kids. They need to eat. I need to pay the rent, but I need to take the leap of faith. It's like now or never because in that company, um, I learned a lot from, from there. I made a lot of friends, but you know, there's health issues. I've been smoking like crazy because everybody else in the agency are smoking. And now I, I can say, I can proudly say that I am more than two years smoke-free already since I resigned from that job. So it, it has some benefits though. So I was like going crazy thinking, should I resign? Should I start my own business? Even though I know I have the skills and I'm capable of, of this and that. But so I, I took the leap of faith, you know, having a job is your comfort zone. And they said, I always hear this, magic happens outside your comfort zone. So that's what I did. I started to believe in myself that I can do this and I have to. So my kids are my driving force to really start my business, have the time that I want so I can spend more time with them, more time with my family and, you know, be healthy again. So I started um, Great Work Online in 2016. And from there, I just, you know, it just worked. Everything fall, fell into place. And now I am here with you guys telling my story and sharing what I can share. And I hope you get some value out of it. So again, before I started my, my business, people, some of my friends who are single moms as well, um, they're like, how did you do it? If, for, for, for those who are listening who doesn't know the currency exchange rate here in the Philippines, so we are a Philippine peso. So for each one peso, um, one dollar, it is equivalent. Now it is the exchange rate now is 54 point something. And they're like, it, it's a lot. And they're like, how did you do it? You're a single mom, your two kids go to private schools. You can rent, you can pay your rent, you can pay your bills, and we can see you go to the beach, have fun, relax. And I'm like, well, I just made a decision. I told myself I can no longer be confined in a cubicle, in an office, and make somebody else's dream come true. Um, yeah, so I'm like, I need to do this. I remember this is, um, every time I tell this story, it gives me goosebumps. I remember when I was a virtual assistant, um, you know, my client asked me, five years from now, how do you see yourself five years from now? And I was applying as a virtual assistant. I said, well, five years from now, I will be your manager. And maybe I have my own outsourcing business. And when I was looking back five years after that, I already have great work online. So you see, sometimes in life, um, there are bumps on the road, 
and you feel like that's the end of the world. You feel like, what, what's gonna happen to you? It seems like everything's going bad. You know, your plan is not, your goal is not, you're not reaching your goals and your plan is like, what? It's not happening. But actually, every setbacks, it's like a stepping stone for your dream, for your goal. And you wouldn't be where you are right now. I wouldn't be where I am right now if I hadn't those setbacks in the past. You know, the, my, my separation, my going through rough times and really struggling financially, those setbacks gave me the driving force that I need to start my own business, be my own boss, and help other single moms um, inspire that they can survive. They can do it. They just need to put their mind into whatever they want to do and believe in themselves that they can do it. So yeah, that, that is my story. And I am proud of my scars and my setbacks. <laughs> so I messaged you yesterday because I was a single mother until two months ago. I see. I, I just got married. So I, my oldest is 13 and I was a single mom for 10 years. So mm-hmm. um, I get so- it. And I, I walked in my job in February and my boss she said the wrong thing and I quit and started my business. And one mm-hmm. of the things that I want women to hear on this podcast is that there is no perfect time. You have to leap. You have to believe in yourself. And you talk about how one person has to believe in you. People believed in me when I didn't know what they were believing in. I just finally realized that I was that person. I was that person that people come to. I was that person that everybody stayed in my office, that everybody listened to me, that I just had that that engagement factor, that rapport building energy that other people didn't have. And you can't always explain or teach that, you know, it's people have gifts. And if you are that person that is creative or that has, you know, good rapport building or has a skill or an art form, it's your duty to share that with the world because we all have, we could even call ourselves the same thing, but we all do it differently. And that's what I want people to understand is that no two coaches are alike. No two talents are alike. But if you are a woman with a dream or a vision, you have to leap. There's no perfect time. I don't care, single mom or not. I didn't know how my bills were going to get paid. I didn't know how my kids were going to eat. I just knew somehow, just like always, and through all the things we've been through, it was going to happen. But I had peace in my heart when I put my head on the pillow at night because I wasn't working for anybody else or making anybody else's dreams. Mine were deferred. I was no longer going to defer my dreams. And I wasn't going to tolerate disrespect from other people while they were making more money off of my ideas. And I got tired of that. And so you just hit on all those things that I want people to hear. So I really hope that you heard what Pam said because, you know, Yes, we may be single parents. Yes, we may be whatever. And now I'm remarried, which is a whole nother thing of learning how to be married, learning how to let someone help me, let someone love me unconditionally. Because when you go through certain things in life, that's, that's, that's different. And so everybody's like, yay, congratulations. And I'm like, but you have no idea how I have to change my mindset to not sabotage what I have. 
because when you, when you come from something that you're not used to and then you get it, I don't care how much you pray for it, you want it, you have faith, it's different. So, you know, people always want what they see, but they don't know the work that goes behind it. So, and all that y'all said, I just, I just had to jump on that. You guys got any comments? Well, Nika, you just gave me hope. I've been a single parent for, my son's nine now, so for seven years. And I am the total opposite. My husband, well, my ex-husband now and I, we were married, got a divorce. So same story as Pam as well. Just like, how am I doing this? What am I dealing with? And my son has autism. So I'm very, very cautious of letting other people in our world. We have, my mom is retired from American Airlines, so she flies for free. So they get to go a lot of really cool places with me when I have to travel. But like letting someone else into our world and into this circle, I'm like, eh, I don't think this is going to work. So I just don't because I'm terrified of that disruption. You know how it is. Significant others, they want attention. And I'm like, I got a schedule. I got stuff to do. I don't have time to give you attention. Yes, I know. So, yeah, that that was hope. Thank you. I needed that. (laughs) Well, one of the things that I told Pam is that I wanted to talk to her because before I I launched, before Nobody Greater got really big, I launched the Single Parents Refuge. And Mm. it is a support group on Facebook that I haven't really had the time to grow, and I'm looking for other people to grow it. And so having you two here, and in every podcast, I wind up collaborating with people because this is what (laughs) this is for. But I need to be able to launch that to somebody because it's my heart and it's my passion. And what I really want to come from that group is to be able to pay one bill for one single parent Oh my God! per month. So I need some people to help me, some trailblazers to help me with that. And if you're willing and listeners, if you're a single parent, please look up on Facebook, Single Parents Refuge. It is on Facebook. And I really want that to be a thing. And also I want to be able to employ single parents and encourage them to leave yeah. virtual assistants. I don't know how many, there was about 10 of them that I left behind when I moved here. And mm-hmm. I was trying to tell them, you know, they, they were, they had teaching jobs or they were making a little bit like $60 a day and stuff. And I'm like, listen, just yeah, take faith and believe in yourself. You have a computer, you can do this and you can do it and make your own schedule and be there for your kids. And, and Kedra, man, let me tell you something. I have seen so many single parents with kids with so many special, you know, my children, I, my children all have diagnoses, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't know now because they're starting to grow out of them. And I think they were just driving me crazy, but I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> However, <laughs> I've had to go to the schools and even teaching people how to get a 504 or an IEP and just empowering people to just stick to their guns and don't let people bulldoze your children. So right. We got work to do, y'all. So yeah. I'm glad that all of this came out, which is why I love this podcast because everyone listening can relate to something that we talked about. And at the yeah. end of the day, we are all normal women. We are just women with vision, just women with dreams. And no, it's not all hunky dory, but we have peace. And when you have peace in your heart, the sky is the limit. So, right. mm-hmm. yeah. oh, boundaries. Let's not forget about the boundaries. <laughs> yes, yes. We throw those in the mix because boundaries at school, boundaries with your child, boundaries with those teachers that don't, uh-huh. you know. You know, and if to, to, just to piggyback um, what Annika says, 
um, you know, if you want to change your situation, you need to take action right now. When I started, um, I would lock myself in my room so that I can have a conversation with my clients and that, you know, it's, it's quiet and the client can hear my, my kids. And I've got like tons of post-it on my door saying, hey, mom is, is in a meeting, be quiet. Your, your milk is in, on the table, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> I love you know, it. It, it can happen if you just, you just have to be resourceful. If you got young kids and you want to start working from home and be a virtual assistant, it's just a matter of being resourceful and you know, organizing your, your stuff at home. Yep. Yep. My five-year-old is out here. I had to text my husband when we first started and tell him that he was laughing too hard. I don't know if he was tickling him or what, but, <laughs> but it's okay because at least I don't have to get up and go get anybody. You know, yeah. it's, it's just different, you right. know, able to make my schedule. My anxiety is down just by being able to do what I need to do when I need to do it. And I think Pam, for me, you know, I have PTSD and it's from multiple traumas in my life, but I had to start making things the way I need them to be so yeah. that I can be sane and that I'm not constantly that person that is always anxious and can't just live. And so, you know, having my own business and working from home and being able to do what I need to do to, to watch my diet, to watch my time, to rest when I want to, you know, those are things that, you know, I have a lot of chronic illness for people who, who have a child with special needs or have any type of of barriers that are preventing them from being able to function on a day-to-day -day basis in the normal world, you know, then we have to create our own norm. And, and that's what we have the ability to do, you know, and, and no matter what stage in your life, for some women, they're retiring from the job that they did and now they're, they're working just to stay busy. Whatever it is, you can do whatever you want, you know? And, and that was the thing when I've been pushing, you know, to finish, you, listeners, I don't know if I've ever said this. It has taken me nine years to finish my two-year master's degree. And I am waiting right now for the school to decide if they are going to readmit me. Now, I had blood clots in my lungs. I had uh, two high-risk pregnancies, varicella pneumonia with chicken pox with one pregnancy. I was paralyzed. You know, I went through a whole bunch of things. But the professors, you know, they were like, so what, your paper's not in. But I never gave up. And the one thing that, that I want to say to people is timing may not always be right. And life may, may give you curveballs. But, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. I, I literally thought that there was nothing in the world that I can do using my skills and my knowledge until I had those letters behind my name. And the day that I started my business in February was the day that my new world opened up for me because the opportunities as a coach, the opportunities as a virtual assistant or marketing or digital marketing or whatever. And I have 20 years experience, but I always thought that I was nothing without those letters. And I only have one class left. And I literally didn't apply for jobs, didn't do anything because I thought that I wasn't worth it. And so I want y'all to hear me that who, who cares what your story is? Your story is what makes you who you are. Right. And your experiences, uh, that, that's, that's, that's worth more than any training can give you. So don't ever devalue yourself based on what the world tells you your value is. Um, sorry, I can preach for days. Anyhow, 
Y'all have any, any comments or questions before we, we get on Kedra? I just want to say thanks, Pam, for sharing that that uh, that in-depth story of yours. I, I appreciate it um, so much. That, you know, the point you said you um, you get out of your comfort zone to find your magic. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what I got out of it. And and it's important, again, to get out of that zone. So yeah. well done. Thank you. All right, well, Ms. Kedra. Tell us about yourself, your business, and how you got there. Okay, so my name's Kedra Tyson. I am the CEO and lead publicist at B3 Face Forward. Um, basically, my cousin and I merged our companies together prior to at my own company that was called Face Forward PR. And then, like I said, we merged our companies together. I've been doing PR and marketing for about 10 years, um, and it was a blessing that kind of fell in my lap. So I was doing advertising and marketing as like one of my first real jobs out of college and working at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, which is the big newspaper in the country and doing advertising and marketing for other people and making other people's dreams come true, working a nine to five, overworking myself, wearing myself out for somebody else to come and fuss at me and tell me how it wasn't good enough. So, you know, you have those moments when you're like working for someone else, you're not happy with it, the money's good. And my parents are both, they both worked jobs for 37 years, retired from their jobs. So they always told you to get out and get a good job. And that's what you're going to do. And you're going to retire from this great job. So I'm working, working my butt off. And then I started having those moments where I would just sit in my car before going in. This is like, I'm going to sit here for 20 minutes because I don't want to be inside. I don't want to go. You go inside, you look around, it's all depressing. Everybody's been there for 30 years. They look unhappy with life. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? So I randomly started having business fall in my lap. Like one guy that knew me was like, you know, you can do advertising and marketing for the newspaper. You can do it for yourself and do it for other people and have them as your clients and make money off of it. So he's like, I want you to be my publicist. I want you to be my publicist. And I'm like, I don't know if I know what I'm doing. So he's like, just try it out and see if you like it. My mom that year had gotten forced into retirement. So she worked for American Airlines for 37 years. And they basically started doing these massive layoffs when they merged with TWA. She was TWA before that. And they told her like, okay, you can go to Dallas, you can go to DC, or you gotta retire. And she chose to retire because she's like, I'm not trying to move. My dad is here. My children are here. I have a whole house and a mortgage here. I'm just not trying to leave. So at that point, she started getting frustrated with life because she's putting all this time and title into this job. And now she's making a fraction of what she was making. She's stuck at home. And now she's figuring out other ways to pay her bills. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, Newspapers getting ready to do a layoff because the newspaper isn't as prevalent anymore. And I'm only 23 at the time. I'm like, I don't want to live like this. I don't ever want anyone to have that much control over my life where they dictate and determine what my paycheck is and how I'm going to survive. I want to be in full control of my life. So at that point, I started creating my own business, working for myself, uh, picking up new clients. And I've I've been really fortunate where everything kind of fell into place. I never had to actively go out and get new clients. Everybody that I've worked with has all been referral based. This is within the last nine months. It's the first time that I'm actually doing 
my own individual press for the company. I've always been very much behind the scenes, not like a lot of attention, but recently I'm doing interviews for the company as well to talk about what we do or been featured in different publications. It's been a lot of fun. That's amazing because, you know, as we talk about marketing, there are so many different forms of marketing that a lot of people don't understand. Um, so when you guys talk about digital marketing versus, you know, print versus media, radio, TV, can you help explain to, to listeners what the differences are? Because for a lot of coaches and a lot of business women, they may be on that, that fence of not understanding what the difference is and who to look, look to for different things. Gotcha. Well, even, and Pam can assist me with this as well, digital marketing comes in so many complexities as well. So when I was at the newspaper, that was what I was heavily focused on because they had a lot of seasoned reps that had been selling print since the 50s and they didn't necessarily know how to use the internet or make that transaction, make that transition into the digital age. So they brought me in because I was younger and used the internet. Um, so when I was doing digital advertising, it could have been anything from wallpapers on a website where you take over the entire wallpaper. We would do SEO, which Pam was speaking about, which is search engine optimization. So that helps you show up higher in your ranking in Google. You can also do social engine marketing where you're doing paid advertisement online as well. Um, and then when we talk about media in general, what I focus on with my clients is mainly digital blogs, um, magazines, radio, as well as TV. So from a PR standpoint, my job is to get the mass public to talk about my clients. So they're doing write-ups in Oprah's magazine, or they're doing mentions on the Travel Channel where they talk about my client. And that is mainly with PR push, reaching out to them, blowing them up, emailing them at one in the morning and saying, hey, my client is the best thing since sliced bread. You should talk about them. You should feature them on your show. So, Pam, can you piggyback on what it is that you do compared to what she does? Yeah, that's basically it. When, when you promote something, it's like everything that you can see online, do that. Because you want to, if someone is like um, searching for travel, let's say someone is searching for travel, you want your client to show up right there. So everything, it's like behind they tie together. the scene. Yeah, they tie together. It's like the behind the scene of you're doing a blog, but beside doing a blog, you want this blog to show on the internet. So you're doing a lot of from things in the, in the background. So yeah, that's right. So like what Pam was saying with, so to take the two, for example, I'll send um, we'll say complex magazine. I'll send them a pitch and say, hey, my client is this new music artist. They're great. You should talk about them. What helps from Pam's end, if she tells the, the specific words that you want to make sure that you use in this blog or on your website or going to be complex or words that are trending, because that in turn helps you lift up higher on Google. So all of those things tune in together. A lot of times people are like, I'm just going to get a publicist and they're going to fix my life, not knowing that they still need to do digital strategy, not knowing that they still need a business manager, not knowing that, you know, a brand manager and a publicist are two different things. Some of my clients get lucky because I kind of know both worlds, so it helps them out a lot. But in general, sometimes you have publicists and brand managers that 
don't know each other's world and they need to work together in, in turn to make both of those lift up on Google. Oh, and the, and the to the piggyback off of what I was saying earlier, the other thing I realized with my job when I was working is the fact that like, I wasn't, like Pam was saying, wasn't present in the important parts of my child's life, right? So like field trips or days or, you know, you have a job telling you, oh, you can't take that day off. And you're like, but it's parent-teacher conference and I have to be there. No, somebody already requested it before you. I'm like, this can't be life. <laughs> this is not how life is supposed to live. He gets all these days off. Why don't I get the same ones off? So, that, yeah. That actually is what caused me to quit was I can't remember if my mom had a heart attack or my kid was sick, but they both happened in the same week. Mm -hmm. And either way, I had scheduled time off, but they got sick. So I didn't even get to go to the conference that I was supposed to go to. Right. And when I came back, they told me that my time off was not paid, regardless of the fact that I had, you know, um, paid time off. In your circumstances, like, yeah. I was like, okay, but my kid got sick. I didn't even get to go where I was going. But either way, I had leave approved before this all <laughs> happened. So how do yeah. you justify not paying me for three days? And I was done because I was like, you know That's what? I have done this for as long as I can. It's either yeah. go to jail or start my own business. <laughs> And, and I hate to say it that way, but when you've been pushed to the yeah. brink, especially, you know, when you're a single parent, you're trying to do it all and, you know, you have to choose your child or your job. I, I've been there so many times and when people say, well, how long were you at your job? And it was like, don't, don't even ask because, you know, depending on working at the prison, I worked, you know, crazy hours from four to 12. And I was yeah. just talking to my 13 year old the other day about the things that happened from 4 p.m. to 12 a.m. on those days that I wasn't there with her. We talked about how a kid cut her hair out. You know, all these things that I waited, I, ha I didn't get to see till a day later because I was working these crazy hours at this crazy job. Exactly. But somebody had to do that job. I love my job, but I love my kids. And, and I got tired of always having to choose and feel, I, I always felt inadequate. No matter what it was and what role in my life I was playing, I constantly felt inadequate. And we were talking about women having confidence and empowering women. When you're torn like that, there's, it's like a no-win situation because you're trying everything that you can to be everything to everybody. And, and it's just, it does not seem possible. And, and now I wonder if I'm too available because they just think I'm supposed to jump up because I'm sitting here and I'm like, wait, I got three screens and I'm working and I'm answering 20 people right now. Just stop, just stop. It's like that with my mom when she's either here with us or we're, my mom lives in St. Louis or we're in St. Louis with her. I used to have to tell her all the time, like, I know you see me, but I'm really working. I'm not here. Just pretend like you don't see me. She would, you know, she would just ask little reckless stuff like, do you mind getting up and putting the clothes in the dryer? Can you go around the corner and go to Walgreens and pick me up something? I was like, ma, I'm on a whole conference call right now. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the challenging part when, when you're working from home they think yep. that they can because you're available there you're there at home they can just you know call you, well, you every five seconds yeah. with my, with i, I would tell my mom sorry i would tell my mom too um before she would just gonna call me and ask me to do stuff and i'm like mom pretend that i am at an office you can't do that when you're in an office so yeah Monica, what do you have to say to us? <laughs> what do you think I'm going to say? I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Yeah, I look involved and I tell my people in my house, I'm not available from three to seven. And I look them in the eye and I say, I love you so much. And I'm not available from three to seven. <laughs> and it's, it's tough because you're in the same you're in the same house or the same proximity or so oftentimes I leave go outside or find it find a room and close the door and, and for the most part they listen um, you know it's a it's harder with the loved ones I'm telling you relationship boundaries are the toughest yeah. um, sure. we can do it <laughs> that's the thing we can do it we're creating this world for ourselves we can create the boundaries that go along with it that's so true. She makes it sound so possible. Right. <laughs> and easy. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> you can do that. I'm laughing because I know she's right. And I'm horrible because yeah, you know what? I'm there. They get their iPads and sit behind me while I'm working. And three of them today, they came with their homework at the same time. And I'm like, but wait, like you're you're on autopilot till four. I still got 30 minutes. Stop it. Oh my goodness. I just it's say, just you know, like my, my people are from the South and we said, just bless your heart. If, if I could say bless your heart in the beginning of it, oftentimes it softens a blow. <laughs> so, bless your heart, you need to leave now. Oh I love God. you and you need to go. Or I'm going to help you go. I mean, you just have to let them oh, know that, I love that. You know, this is how it is. I'm or support you out. Oh goodness. <laughs> Yes, y'all have y'all have just validated me. So you know, if I get nothing else from the podcast, I always get validation. So for me, I don't know what the listeners get, but I get it. So I'm happy. But you know, I thank you guys. Do you guys have anything to say to each other or about any of the amazing topics that we talked about? Emotional intelligence, transformation, empowerment, boundaries, empathy, awareness, astrology, SEO, publicist, publishing, digital marketing, blog, and you know, I'm going to have to pick some brains after this because y'all were talking about all this stuff that I was talking about earlier that I'm finally to that point where I'm like, I have to outsource. I don't know as much as I think I know. And I think I have maximized my capabilities in these areas that I know nothing. So... So you guys, uh, uh, I just want to say, oh. mm, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt. Go ahead. I was going to say, Kendra, thank you so much for sharing. I didn't say hello. And, and I really appreciate your story and God, I wish I had that at 20, 23, the insight. Holy moly. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I mean, that's phenomenal. So well done. Well done. Like I said, I, I finally got my validation, which is horrible. But finally, when my mom was like, she was in town, she was watching me work, going back and forth with journalists and getting stuff done. She's like, I get it. So then she started being like, let me know what you need help with. But before she kept like constantly pushing that message of you need to get a job, you need to get a job, you need a regular nine to five, you need the security. And now she's like, oh, we get to go to Trinidad and everything's paid for? okay i get it i'm like all right so it's nice now now that my mom gets it i feel validated the sad thing is is that you know one thing that question that i always ask which you guys have all answered is how do we wind up with our business what problem were we solving or what happened to us what need was not fulfilled that led us to start our businesses Right. And the sad thing is that you said, Kedra, was that we look to the other people before us and alongside us, and we're like, now, not doing that. 
And, <laughs> and, but that's, that is insight. And it's, it's good because when we finally get to that point, I have several friends that have had the same job for 30 years, 20 years or whatever. And I mean, it could be as minimal as, you know, punching keys or whatever. And you look at them and they're just hollow. You know, there's like no- They seem robotic. They're just going yeah. through the motions. There's nothing firing anymore. Like there's no spontaneity. There's no insight. It's literally like watching the clock. And I've had those jobs where you're watching the clock. And I've always known it wasn't for me. But, yeah. you know, it's like, what are you going to do with it? You know, and, and now I never know. My husband asked me, what are you doing today? And it's like, you know, it all depends on what rabbit hole I wind up down. But I know I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And, and I'm going to have a blast while I do it. I get to talk to women all day. I get to empower people. And I get to just do what I said I was going to do as a little girl. Just, and however that, that comes to fruition. You know, but I learn and I grow every day. And I'm grateful that I, that I am a woman that gets to grow. Because I know many whose growth is stunted. And I just hope that they all reach out to one of the women that I know and that I get to talk to like you guys. So I want to thank you ladies for being here. I want to go through each of you, say the name of your business, your website. And I'm also going to list the businesses on nobodygreaterinc.com. And I got newsletters and business directories coming out. So you guys tap in and, and keep up. But Monica, can you start off? Tell us the name of your business and your website for the listeners, please. It's, well, for now, it's Monica the Coach and MonicaTheCoach.com, Transformational Coach. Awesome. What about you, Pam? Thank you so much. I just want to say a quick thank you, Annika. I appreciate your time and your, and your, your heart. I really do. I'm never going to forget you, Monica. I never. <laughs> so you are honorary in my family because I, I, need, <laughs> I, need, I need a Monica. <laughs> yeah, whatever we're doing right now it's gonna it boils down to setting your boundaries so it's exactly. gonna go back to monica the coach. <laughs> yeah, <Monica>. yeah they, <laughs> they, you know all the people who are listening right now i think you know whatever situation they're in i think it's 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 really time i like what you said annika there is like no perfect time if you really want to change your situation right now, then now is the perfect time to take action. And it, it doesn't, it's not just taking action. You have to set your boundaries. You cannot please everybody else. And if you want to gain respect from others, if you want to grow, then you have to say no, you have to set your boundaries. So yeah, Monica, the coach. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Monica, for, for that. Um, so yeah, I am Pam Formentilia. I am the CEO and co-founder of Great Work Online. For, for those business owners who want to have virtual freedom, you can contact me at pam at greatworkonline.com or you can check us out um, my website at www.greatworkonline.com and you can search us on Facebook. It's also Great Work Online. Um, no space, um, just one, one word. And for those virtual assistants or for those um, single moms who would like to start their own career, have more time with their kids, with their family, you can reach us by sending your, your resume to us at careers at greatworkonline.com. 
And I hope you got some value out of my story. And I hope to, to see you and catch you on, on email or on our Facebook page. So again, thank you, Annika, for having me here. And I really had a great time. I've learned a lot from Monica and from Kendra. So thank you so much. I'm looking forward to that single parent refuge. Same I'm here. I'm going to search for that. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm going to send you the link because you, you two just upgraded your, uh, your, 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 um, our roles. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. You just got okay. upgraded. <laughs> All right. Kedra, All right. And, and again, oh, I'm sorry. Who did I just talk about? You got to say your website and stuff. Who? Me? Yes, you too. Oh, I thought that was like, did I cut somebody off? Again, we don't have a website. We call ourselves kind of exclusive, but you can reach out. My name is Kedra Tyson again, uh, co-founder of B3 Face Forward. We do have a Facebook business page, so you can reach us on there, or you can reach me by email at ktyson at B3 Face Forward. Again, that's K like kite, Tyson like Mike Tyson or the chicken at B3 Face Forward. All right, listeners, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Your Voice, Your Power. I want you to understand that your voice is your power. Use your power wisely. Have a powerful evening. Toodles.